Staying free to God, to my homie home. Gotta keep a Glock, niggas hating cause my money loan. I can't tweak over thoughts, I got other hoes. Brody serving fiends on the block with a runny nose. He got walk, he got lean in his double cup. I just hit the scene on for a band, watch I double up. Shake that ass, shake that ass, bitch, fuck it up. I'ma send your ass to Miami for a tummy tuck. Good morning, boom, boom. good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, Steve Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Kirk, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Diddy Diddy, Diddy One True King of the South, a.k.a. Vaccine Abdul-Jabbar, a.k.a. AKA Stephen A. Stress, um, a.k.a. him over there. And on the hotline, on the hotline, don't interrupt me, nigga. On the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker. A.K.A. Mixie Luther King, A.K.A. Flute Out Express, A.K.A. The Captain of Chaos, it is your pilot speaking, A.K.A. I Can Hear the Streets Calling, A.K.A. The Hoe in Me is Defrosting, Ooh, as if that bitch ever was frozen to begin with, A.K.A. That Little Baby Who's On Top of the World. What's up, Calvin? I thought, I thought we had put your hoe away. In the winter, I thought I did. You too. mean to tell me? I thought I, I we did had too. a discussion. We a whole we had, powwow. We had a a bet. We had a bet. Oh, I lost. <laughs> lost, lost like shit, bro. Like I was lost like, like oh. fuck. <laughs> I lost a couple times, and if we're counting this weekend alone, I lost about three, four times. <laughs> but um, a day. But um, ma'am, this is this is a Wendy's. I'm a relax. All right, please, so, Calvin. Please, uh, yes. Sh- shall I? Yes, yes. T- t- spill, spill the uh, PG thirteen tea. Okay. Y- yes, very PG thirteen. I had actually I had a very good weekend. Um, the last time y'all heard from me, I was on my way out. <laughs> um, to get double stuffed like an Oreo, and come to realize, why are you? Why are you? Like, why are you the way you are? A couple realizations here. Uh, number one, I had a beautiful time. Um, shout out to you. I know you're going to listen to this. So <laughs> shout out to you. Um, I was in the D.C. DMV area. Uh, I was spoiled. That means I probably noticed, nigga. God damn it. I was spoiled, rotten, the entire week. Um, that man made spare no no. No effort, no expense, nothing to put a smile on my face. I had a blast. Um, from the moment I touched down to the moment I left, like, I, I, I don't think my feet touched the ground at all. Um, just everything. Amazing time. It was very, I learned a lot about myself. And because I want to make sure I got, like, his the formal on-air thank you to this man for, for having me, for being such an amazing person for the gifts i got literally like straight off the plane he told me before i touched down that there were gifts waiting excuse me that there was gifts waiting for me and he did not disappoint he did not he did not disappoint (laughs) um 
I'm the, I'm the queen of reciprocity. So the moment that he told me he gave me a gift, I was ordering something very next. Like, okay, it's on. Um, and also, before I left, I had ordered him a gift, right, literally, as I was on my way out the door. He'll get that in a couple weeks because it's some custom. Anyway. But, um, yeah, like, I was just, I wanted to make sure I took time out to just say thank you. It was a you out here buying these niggas gifts? Well, you buying these niggas gifts and shit? Did you just call me a simp? <laughs> Did I call you what? A simp? No, I said you buying these niggas gifts and shit. You said these I niggas. To... Like, it's plural niggas. Listen. It was a nigger who got a gift. Truth be told, listen, on, on the lowest of keys, we're talking Barry White Low. A lot, a lot of the hot girl heroes have been simps as of late. You know what I'm saying? First um, of all, I take my title as hot girl of the year. I get to take, like, I get to, I am so glad that, like, I was the reigning champ of hot girl summer 2019. Okay. I was awarded it. I wore my crown proudly. All right. And the, and the 2020 title was vacated because pandemic. Vacated because pandemic. And also, I'm going to be 30 years old this year. I don't want to be a hot girl no more. <laughs> like, uh, that's just really what that is. Like, there's nothing cute about being able to say I'm 30 and a hot girl. Like, bitch, <laughs> find something else to do. But, um, we're going to talk about some of you. We're going to talk about some of them. Some of y'all need to let it go. It's time to let it go. It's time. And I'm not saying that I don't shake ass with the best of them because I absolutely do. But baby, these knees, they hurt the next day. I, I realize that I am getting older when I spent my entire weekend in high heels, like for the most part. I think I wore kicks maybe twice this weekend. And the realization is that these old bones don't shake like they used to, baby. Wearing heels all weekend, I was in pain. My back still hurts from being in heels all weekend. Uh, me, a couple years ago, I would have been at it. I'd have been a champ. No problem. No. I am respecting the fact that my body is telling me that, hey, sis, not that we're slowing down, but we need to tailor the approach. <laughs> and that's literally all your 30s is. It's not about slowing down. It's about tailoring the approach. That's all it is. And I'm coming to the realization of that. The second realization that I had, well, that was my first realization that, Alex, you are old. And what you're into or what used to excite you just isn't that. And it's okay. It's truly okay, right? Because we didn't do, it's not like we did the most. We didn't. What we did is what exactly like my idea of a good time. It was a lot of intimate promise. It was, it was me and Shorty for five days in his, in his condo. And he has a studio. So ain't no space. Five? Nigga five? Nigga five. Listen. I, oh, honey, trust me. We're going to talk about the 72-hour rule because I broke it. I broke the fuck out of it. And truth be told, the 72-hour rule is really the 36-hour rule. But The 36-hour rule, right. But 72-hour rule, right. The 36-hour rule is this. And I think me and Calvin have broke this, in, broke this down. The 36-hour rule is you fly in on a late Friday night. You got all day Saturday. You are out Sunday afternoon by like two the latest. That way, you got one full day, one night, one night, and one morning together. That's really all you need. That's really, really all you need. But me and Shorty have spent time together previous to me flying out. Like, so me flying out to see him was not like our first interaction, our first time being under the same crew for extended amount of time or anything like that. And like, we genuinely enjoy each other's time. However, we are both two people who live alone. And when you have somebody in your space for an extended period of time as being somebody who lives alone, you get tired of 
your, you get tired of shit quickly. Like, bro, this is not how I like my shit. I can't even get my bed how I want to. I don't like. He has a, a beautiful like, space. He has a beautiful space, but like, my nigga, there are no, there's not a bedroom. So like, even if you wanted a minute to yourself, what does that look like? It it looks like not shit. You know what I mean? So, and even myself, I'm the type of person I live alone. When I need to go take a shit, I want to go be able to do that. When I need to, when if I want to walk around naked, I need to be able to do that. When I like, I need my own. I need a minute to myself. So when he had to run an errand or something, I was geek. Yes, give me a second by myself. And I'm pretty sure he was also just as appreciative. We both needed a minute. You know what I mean? So that nigga, that nigga, that nigga, long way. He he intentionally got into traffic. And baby, shit while he was- I wouldn't even been mad if he went to go see his other bitch. Like. Baby, I would not have even been mad. I wouldn't have been mad. When, bro, yeah. Ma'am, go- ma- 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 why is he... Never mind. I have questions, but I don't want to blow up. I wouldn't have even been mad if he went to go see his other bitch. I, listen. Why does uh, he there's have always other- a point in the flyout trip. Y'all gotta be honest. There's always a point in the flyout trip where that nigga steps out for a second or you yourself step out for a minute because you can't be... Bro, we were together five days. You can't be away from your hoes for five days without explanation. Especially she <laughs> a bitch anything like me. You ain't talked to I me in remember, five days. Where who the fuck have you been talking to? I remember, you know, what I'm saying BC before coronavirus. Back when I was back back when I wasn't delivered, I had somebody fly in. Um, wonderful girl. You know, what I'm saying wonderful, a wonderful girl, but I don't know. Feel beautiful me? gowns. Beautiful gowns. Wonderful gowns. Wonderful girl. I don't know. You know, a childhood friend. Um, and she, you know, what I'm saying she was there. Again, 36 hour rule. But you know, when she flies, she was flying from a, a such a distance that like the, the the price didn't make sense if if it was just a 36 hour joint. And so uh-huh. I remember I remember it was a Saturday. And like I remember you know, but we spent off all Friday, you know what I'm saying? Like I picked her up at the airport, you know what I'm saying? I I think I, I I said I was working from home that day. You know what I'm saying? And then Saturday and then like Saturday night hit and I and I like I lied a little bit. Um because this was back when this was back when I was doing Uber and shit. And so I said I had like a a, a a a night shift that I couldn't cancel. I couldn't get out of. I had to be on call for what do whatever. And so I went out, you know what I'm saying, and kind of just was like I you know, we I have a one bedroom apartment and like you just in my space a lot. And like, I didn't realize, like I liked you, but I like you. Like you ain't do, you ain't really do too much and make me not like you no more, but it's just, I needed space and I don't, I, I know how to get it without leaving my house for an hour. So I literally left and went to a function. And came back, and like it was, it was funny because it she was funny because like going to a function. Well, there was no other bitches. The one like I was out here like all uh, trying to. It was what I was gonna say before I was rudely interrupted, nigga. Oh, was <laughs> was it was interesting to go to a function. Knowing that you ain't had to like go to try to pick up nobody that night, you ain't had to, you know what I'm saying? Like that you was good. You know what I mean? I'm trying to say this in the most respectful 
way the possible. The annoying part about being like, or like pulling up somewhere out of town and then bringing Shorty to the function with you is that like, she doesn't move like she know, oh, she don't know no fucking body. So of course she's stuck on your head. You know what I mean? Of course she and, is. And, and, and I'll and be I real. I am the complete years. opposite. You can drop me off in the middle of the function and be on the other side of the room. I don't meet strangers. Like, at all. And so, I'll put it like this. I'm somewhere in the middle, because I've been on both sides of this. Ironically, both times I was in Columbus, because you know. Oh. <laughs> so, like, so, first story is, it's a New Year's Eve situation. And like Shorty, I'm Shorty I'm talking to. You know what I'm saying? We we wanna we wanna spend New Year's together. This is again, this is way back in the day. I'm I've been I'm delivered now. Um and so I'm like, cool, I, I pull up on her and pull up on her for New Year's. He's like, we're gonna go to my homie's house, you know what I'm saying, for the party. So this was the year that Ohio State got their ass beat, like thirty one nothing by Clinton. So just, just it was a bad night all around. It was a bad night. But like she so, I, but I was the nigga who didn't know nobody. I was a plus one, and these are all her peoples from like college and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, she pull up with me, but then you know she catching up with her peoples, and I'm just over here. I'm dr- trying my best to like make conversation and you know be a team player, but I'm also like I came here to spend time with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and you out here, you know, catching up with the people and everything. But like, goddamn. And side note, what also. The reason, the reason why I was so zoned out was also she did some bullshit at the end, and I'm telling it because I'm over it now. Was she invited like some of her homegirls to come back to the hotel room, and I'm like, but why? <laughs> like, and she especially did what? Like, listen to me very carefully. She it invited just what the fuck she just tried. She did what? She invited some of her. She tried to invite some of her homegirls back to the hotel room. For what? Are they you know, joining us? Because that was my initial question. Like, how? Like, you trying to get a foursome popping? Like, cause, baby, because like, listen, the only I'm only supplying Hennessy for the bitch whose dick I'm swallowing. So, like, what? And so, but then the nerve of this bitch, the audacity of this hoe, to ask me. If I'm, if, bro, and this is when, like, I chalked her, I chalked her, she asked me, and I don't know if she was trying to be funny or trying to just, to, like, see if there was somewhere else I could stay that night. What? (laughs) So, let's, so, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. Let's, let's add some context to show you how wild of a request that Where is Instigator Jules when you need him? Because that's shout out to Jules because he has the best flute out story I think I've ever heard. And this ain't even a fly out. This is a drive up, nigga. This is seventy one North. He asked you, <laughs> and so if literally, her so I'm like, if her and her fucking bitches could have your hotel room for the night. So mind you, when she made this ask, Tell me mind you, this is New Year's Eve. <laughs> Listen, it was New Year's Eve after midnight when she asked us. I'm like, hey, all the niggas I would have asked are already drunk. And they already got their own place set up. They already got their own shit set up. No. 
secondly, bitch, I'm paying for the hotel room because you live here, but we wanted to get a hotel because, you know, fancy. Third, bitch, do you realize what time it is? And, like, I'm drunk. Nigga, you drove us here. Because my car is back at the hotel. So when so okay so so then so then when I tell when when she sees the face I give to that reaction, she she realizes she fucked up. Yeah, bitch, you fucked up. And so she's so we squash that, and so then you you ever had some you ever had sex where mentally you were still pissed at the person, so you your heart wasn't in it for real. I'm not gonna hold you. On the last night of this flyout, we did not have sex because we ran out of condoms. And I woke up at 7 a.m. the next morning and booked my flight earlier home. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't scheduled to get on my flight until one o'clock. Um, I was in the air by 10:30. And so, in this scenario, got a glass. <laughs> I pretty much. Food. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, Shorty. I'm not. And he's don't get me wrong. Aside from that, I had a wonderful time, but. Not only was I ready to get back to be in my own space again and like to stretch out, be in my own house, I also didn't end this trip the same way I started it. Face down. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> and so, and so I, so I try to have, you know, I try to, you know, because I'm like, look, after all also, this, Calvin, I'm gonna send you something because why the fuck am I looking at Mama D's titties? <laughs> why are you sending me Mama D's titties? Because and- if I have to see it, somebody else got to see this shit too. <laughs> Why Mama D is literally like posing like semi nude. The only thing covering her boobs are like hair and a hand. <laughs> like, why am I seeing Mama D's titties on my timeline? Bitch, if it, bro, if I was scrappy, I'd be mad as fuck. Like, imagining Braylon scrolling fucking Instagram and seeing my entire naked. Never mind, because he could do that right. Now. Which is another reason why I switched up <laughs> <on> my. <laughs> Because oh, I was like, you was on a roll, and I was like, "Ooh, baby girl, you about to crash? <laughs> you about to crash?" Which is oh. another reason why. All right, I, I was like, question a lot, Alex. Why did you take down all the pictures on your IG story? A couple things, right? And I know we're going like completely off topic, but fuck it, we ball, right? Y'all, last list shit, niggas. The last episode was only an hour. You can let us have this one, okay? So, <laughs> um, real quick. I, I'm doing some changing and some shifting of the image uh, of some self-image and some things on my Instagram page that I may or may not have. And don't get me wrong. At one point in time, I was extremely proud of these pictures and I still am. I regret nothing. But a couple different things. Number one, I have a son who is going to be a teenager in another year. So I need to be very careful. And, and it's not even kiddo that I'm worried about finding my Instagram. It's his friend. It's it's the other niggas, cause hey, and I know your this is not the level that you on, but and I listen, I I support sex workers, I stand with them, but not my son. Kids are assholes. Kids are dick. Kids are kids, and 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 like the the OnlyFans moms and dad, like kids your children, your children about to be in middle and high school. And, like, I can only imagine my generation having access to, like, OnlyFans and just some of the, just some of the vile jokes that would come from your parent 
having an OnlyFans page. Or, and no, or I don't have an OnlyFans, but my Instagram was racy as hell. And the fact that Kiddo has two older brothers and his older his eldest brother is like 16. And do I genuinely want him and his little friends running across my Instagram and it being something, because I'm not their, I'm a mom figure. They, they view me as like, they just call me Alex. You know what I mean? So I'm a mom of my household, but they don't have any like attachments to me like that. And your little ass friends are literally going to sexualize your mom, bro. Stacey's mom has got it going on. Was probably written about Braylon's mom. Like nobody, what? No, I don't want my son to have that complex or to feel like, oh, my mom is sexy as fuck, so I can't have my friends around because they're gonna spend more time oogling my mom than being my friend. Or you know, because I, mean? I, I know what it feels like, bro. My dad was, my dad was, my dad's still fine as hell. But back in the day, my dad is charming. He's handsome. Always had money on him, bro. I used to have to be very careful about what fucking twenty-one-year-old bitches I had around my father, simply because I didn't want these bitches to start trying to slide on my daddy, bro. I have to kill you. Like, <laughs> I would have to fucking kill you, bro. Niggas, niggas will watch way too many X videos and, and, and yeah, and- <laughs> like, bro, if you try to slide on my dad, bitch, I might, I literally will take your fucking head off, bro. I'd have to kill you. So, with that same thing in mind, it's like, okay, Alex, you could stand and put your titties places. Like, you've got your kid is gonna uh-huh. be a teenager, and it's not even like your Instagram is private. It's not. So, yeah, you got to be a little bit more careful. Also. With the direction and the life that I'm moving towards, I need to be very more, a lot more intentional about what I put up and what is said about me. And honestly, you can say, oh, fucking opinion. But when you put anything out there for public consumption, it's also up there for public opinion. So I can't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, fuck y'all opinions about me as I continue to give y'all shit to talk about. If that makes sense. Talk about in a derogatory way. Now, don't get me wrong. Motherfuckers don't say what the fuck they want to say. Y'all been talking. Y'all talked about I am not exempt. But if I can control the narrative, I'm going to do that. That's it. That is it. That is all. <laughs> Got me ready to chop the table. You just saw uh, Mama these titties, didn't you? <laughs> like, I feel like after a certain age. Exactly. You I, just saw Mama these titties. Now imagine, imagine being a little scrappy. <laughs> I feel like after a certain age, even your titties are surprised to be out in public. Like yeah, even your like, titties, be like girl, us. <laughs> like, like, like we fifty-year-old titties. We should, why are we out? Why are we outside? Like, even your girl, titties got a after six. What is going on? <laughs> like, even your titties got a bedtime. But uh, I so to make a long story short, right? Because I was talking about the like, my my experience. So I so I tried to have sex, still mad at shorty. And then when that didn't necessarily go how I wanted it to go, it was like, my dick is like, nigga, why are we trying to fuck her? She, we mad at her. Why are we, <laughs> you feel me? Like, 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 you don't realize, you get to a certain age and then sex become mental where your dick is like, nigga, I don't even like her for real. Like, why are we? <laughs> and so, and so being like, trying to fall asleep mad, like I stayed mad the entire night because it was bullshit. When I tell you I woke up at the crack of dawn, didn't wake her up, didn't, like, say, and just packed my bag and drove back home, like, on New Year's Day. Because I was like, oh, 
I don't know who you think I am, but I ain't one of them. This would ever be that, Shouty. The other part about it is I left earlier, not because I was mad. I was not mad. I was not mad at all. I'm still not mad. I just really was ready to get back in my own fucking space. And I couldn't believe that I had stayed this long without being in my own space. Like, and I, I, just... I remember, and I remember the other side of it. Again, this is this is another Columbus trip. This was, I think, this was one of the times I went to Columbus homecoming. There you is, know, first of all, if you know, and you know. We got we, we, mm-hmm. If you know, you know. But hold on, I wanted to give a huge shout out to what we're talking about podcast. Them niggas are up there. I listen. I tapped in. I always listen to their episodes. But I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm a few, few behind. And I started to catch up. Number one, thank you guys for the shout out. I appreciate it. Like, I love y'all. Des, call me. Ma'am. 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 Des know he fine as hell. Des know he fine. He know he fine. And I just be sitting back and admiring. Hey, Des. Hey, girl. I want you to, I want you to understand. (laughs) And again, this is no no shout. No, no shot. I want you to understand the level of fuck I don't give about <laughs> about you finding this man attractive. Cause, like he's so fine. I like women, so I can't. I you know what I mean? Like I can't. I can't even I be like, like I see too, you, but he's fine. I can't even be like I see you, sis, because I'm like I don't. <laughs> nah, that nigga's fine. And every time I see him, he got the biggest smile on his face. And every the I had and what's crazy is that in person. I have not seen Dez since the OSU versus um, the in person. I have not seen him since the OSU game, and he smelled so good. Um, but you know what I'm saying. Big, big shout out to <laughs> big shouts out to the Triad Dez. The whole, the whole what we talking about. Big I, shout out to all of y'all. All of y'all, all of y'all. You know what I'm saying. The honorables. Um, but there's you know, so so when I pulled up to uh, Columbus one time, and so some, and somebody was like, you know me, I'm especially if I'm in Columbus, I'm big friendly and I'm big like, hey, pull up, we kicking it because I'm ninety five percent of the time I'm there to get fucked up, fucked up. I've never pulled up. Well, no, minus like a couple things that you and I have gotten going on in the works, I never pull up to Columbus sober. Like, why am I sober? But, I came here to I came here to wreck shop and get like can you feel me? And wreck so I just remember shit. And so it's one of those things where you you meet somebody the night before and you 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 link catch a vibe and then they hit you like what you doing today and I'm like I'm over here at this day party pull up I pull up mind you I'm the contrary to popular belief I don't live in Columbus I'm not from Columbus <laughs> I just be there. But when I pull up, especially when you live in Columbus, I mean, especially when the person I'm asking to pull up lives in Columbus, I'm thinking you should be all right because this is your city. This ain't my city. But, you know, further discussion after the fact that, like, she felt a little some type of way because I I told her to pull up. I think I even paid for her to get in because I was like, whatever, come on. And then, like, I kind of just hung out with I just hung out with everybody because I was like I was so happy and drunk I was like we we here and I think she had that expectation of like nigga you invited me here I don't really know nobody like that which again I didn't know that she didn't know nobody like that because I just assumed that if you live here so you should know somebody like that because if I know niggas like that and I don't live here I feel like you should know niggas like that if you do again I understand but it was one of those things so like I say all that to say I understand both sides of the whole like 
being the plus one <laughs> in, in in a scenario that may not be super familiar to you. You know what I'm saying? So like, shout out to all the plus ones around the world. You know what I'm saying? You you help keep the world going around. And Alex, if you ever show me Mama Titties, Mama D's titties again, we gonna fight. <laughs> Baby, I had to oh, not really. see that by myself. Yeah, you could have you could have sent it to somebody. Why you had to choose me? Why you baby, you're the choose- closest person on the phone? I, you're I, here, I Calvin. Gone. Who else was I gonna show? I could have gone my. Do you want me life. to call my twin sister and be like, "Hey, look at Mama D's titties, real quick"? Like, anybody, no. anybody but me. I could have gone my entire life. <laughs> I'm I could have gone my titties. I could have gone my entire life. Man, my let's get it into these fucking topics, bro. I'm tired of you already. Um, why are y'all niggas traveling broke in the middle of a pandemic? Baby, because I didn't see about four or five of my fucking help shorty get home from Atlanta. She ain't got no money. 1500 Baby, Greyhound is not 1500 Greyhound is 30 30 <laughs> At max. Now, I'm be honest with you. If you really went down to Atlanta, now, okay. Go Am throw I... them bail because I'm not gonna throw them. I'm gonna I'm shoot you some bail. I'm gonna shoot you some bail. On a regular schmegular weekend in Atlanta, right? If you just decided, hey, I'm gonna go down to Atlanta for the weekend. In my broke bitch days, yes, I would go down to Atlanta, cool little five hundred in my pocket, and be sweet for the weekend. Yeah, I also know everybody. I also don't have to worry you about have, a place to you stay. You have family down there. Yeah, family. I have I have family all over Georgia. Like I never need a place to stay. If I only get a hotel in Georgia when I want privacy, and and if that's the case, I'm not paying for the hotel. So there's that. But yeah, nasty, nasty. Anyway, so um, the other part about it is this: cool. On a regular schmegular weekend in Atlanta, if you weren't trying to like get a section and ball out like the ballers do, five hundred dollars. You can get if you're away trying to go to Atlanta on a quick little humble trip, five hundred dollars would have done you well. You'd have actually gotten far. You would have gotten you would have gotten a little far, right? You decided to go to a major city in the middle of a panorama during all star weekend. Well, the prices are literally a hundred times themselves. Somebody who's taking microeconomics, I can tell you how much they jacked up in prices. Okay, I can tell you how it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's supply and demand, baby. Period. It, like, okay, so let's so let's break this down. You and that inflation was nuts. You, an Instagram model, allegedly, because. <laughs> So you travel down from your lowly little Midwestern town in the middle of the Ponder Replay. Ponder and All-Star Replay. <laughs> an All-Star Weekend. So like, Calvin, so let's you break need your down. ass whooped. Who go whoop my ass? Not a fucking body. Not a okay. goddamn soul. Thank you. As I continue. I just, <laughs> so. Calvin, has it dawned on you that you have three girlfriends yet? Has it really computed? Because you've got me. Well, no, you got Beloved, right? You've got Beloved, who is the girlfriend. The. Capital T-H-E-E. Nothing comes before, above, or behind her, okay? The fucking girlfriend. What a woman I am actually very proud to call my best friend. I love her. One of my best friends. I love her, okay? Then you've got Cincinnati Jade, who is your... She's your mom. Jade is everybody's mama. It's annoying, but she's everybody's mom. 
It's annoying as fuck. Like, okay, yes, Jade, you're right. I got Because when the fuck is she ever wrong? Okay. Got it? And then it's me. Now, I'm your girlfriend who's like, I'm cool with all the bouncers. I'm cool with <laughs> fucking bottle girls. You're going to have a grand old time, okay? <laughs> grand time. <laughs> you have a very well-rounded life, okay? And the love that you receive is all, both romantic and platonic and supported and... Honestly, you've got protectors. You've got spirit guides, Calvin. I don't think you understand how protected you actually are. Nothing will come, no harm will come to not a single hair on your head, bro. I don't even want to hear that Calvin has a fucking, you stubbed your toe. I don't want to hear that Calvin had a paper cut. I'm ready to fight everybody, okay? You don't get to be frustrated, mad, or upset by yourself. I'm going to war about it. I'm going to war. It's up. (laughs) So when Calvin, when you tell me that you're having a bad day, I take it personal. I really do. Calvin, Calvin's having a bad day. Why? Who did it? And why? I take your bad uh, days personal. I really do. I, that's how you know I love you. Because, like, bro, I really be taking your bad days personal. I be like, bro, fuck that. It's Calvin. Calvin, you, because you know what it is? You don't hurt a soul. And whatever, in the commission of whatever it is in this lifetime that you decide that you're going to do, I know for a fact that it's not in the way of anybody else. It's not to hurt nobody. It's not to, you know what I'm saying, cause harm to nobody. Calvin really just be in his own motherfucking lane, minding his business, doing his little podcast, going to work and taking a beautiful job, taking a beautiful care of our friend. Okay? You be kissing your mama from time to time. Like, you do a good, like, you read your word. You be minding your business. So when I be hearing Calvin got a bad day, I be mad as fuck. Mad as fuck. Now, when I have a bad day, I probably deserved it. I don't know when to shut the fuck up. I'm loud as hell. Motherfuckers get on my nerves and I'll have a single problem letting them know that you are on my motherfucking nerve. So me having a bad day is part of the course. You having a bad day, there is a hole in the universe and I'm about to close this shit. Give me my fifth fucking ring, bitch. Uh. <laughs> uh I- I'm a, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I, I appreciate it. Now. I just had to let you know, because you, <laughs> I don't like this little rut that you've been in, and I need you to understand that my nigga, like, if you take one step forward, you got niggas who are going to take 10 steps on your behalf. That's all I need you to understand. I need you I, to understand I, that, bro. You been... just go for it. Just fucking jump off the fucking porch, Calvin. You're not going to do it by yourself. You got an army full of niggas ready to ride. Always. It don't matter what it is. Calvin, you could be like, for my next business venture, I'm going to count paperclips. And my nigga, guess what I'm going to have for you? Uh, the space and opportunity to count paperclips. He's stupid, but we going to count paperclips. Uh, uh, I have. <laughs> um, I've heard that before. I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard kind of that whole, like, um, if you, if you, if you, you let us know how we ride, then we going to ride. And so I try, because I don't, take that shit lightly. I try to be very much measured in what I call people on for. You feel me? Because I don't I don't I don't take I don't take that like I don't I don't take that for granted. I don't take that lightly. Um so you know and, and that's a to be fair, that's a superpower. Like like to be able to be like, look nigga, if I, however I move, I got niggas riding with me right, wrong or indifferent. I want to make sure that I, I don't abuse said power. And so I appreciate that. Um, what was I talking about before? Anyway, um, long to make a so back to the 
Fact of the matter at hand. You know what thing I would not do with all the people who love and support me? What? Travel to Atlanta at middle of All Star Weekend with four hundred dollars and just and and think that's gonna blast. I and just, then make niggas have to fly me home through a GoFundMe, nigga. Like, do you know I'm how no embarrassed GoFundMe. my mama would be? First of all, I'm, my mama makes six figures. She would be listen, mad as fuck. Mad as fuck. I'm, I'm here begging on the internet. I am on listen. the internet begging instead of being able to pick up the phone and call my mama to book me a flight home. Now, don't it's, get me wrong. My mama going to be pissed gonna off. She gonna, but she going to do it. She going to cuss you the fuck out. It's like my mom will cuss me the fuck out. Like, my mom cussed me the fuck out several times on, like, nigga, real, did you really have to buy this? Like, what? Did you really have to buy this, nigga? Like, what's up? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and But she's like, okay. It, it, so it's one of those things where it's like, if you grown as you say you are, and if you travel into Atlanta in the middle of the Ponderosa, you think you grown. You should know how you get in back home. You should also probably have somewhere to stay. So you mean, ain't got so you ain't gotta rent out U hauls. Bitches renting out U hauls. Yes. There's video evidence of somebody's favorite IG girl. I don't know, or somebody's favorite thigh, I don't know. You know, we don't judge. But literally was popped out of the U-Haul in club clothes, ready to go. I was like, now, I understand hotels can be a little expensive during All-Star. But a U-Haul, bitch? And from the looks of it, you wouldn't even have a, did you have an air mattress in that bitch? Did you, like, what's up, bro? And Y'all hopped like, out of U-Hauls? To go like, straight to compound. They hopped out of U-Haul to go straight to compound and straight to Oasis. I also saw the, the video from inside um, King of Diamonds. Is that... And not only did not King of this. Diamonds, I'm sorry. Magic City. Magic City. Y'all, not only did y'all you do this... You niggers are nasty. <laughs> they're both nasty and somehow not lit. Because I know one thing. If I am going to go out in the in the club during the panty, not vaccinated, with no mask, the last thing I'm going to be doing is standing around. I am going to get my money's worth because I am risking my life. I am not going to risk my life Listen, just to be in a... Just to be in a... She popped out the back. Hold on. One second. She popped out the back of the U-Haul in a leopard shirt and some booty shorts, bro, and some heels. I promise you, on oh God, she popped out of all that shit. You know what I mean? And it was, it was the crazy thing about it is, it's 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 wild as hell. And I just I just want better. I just want better for all of us. And so, the key I have is like, you got to. Just know your role and know your lane. If you know you ain't got All-Star Weekend in Atlanta in the middle of the Parkway money, don't attempt it, especially if you a nigga. Because you know, listen, niggas will come to Atlanta with $500, $600 and then be wanting to hodl at the bottle girls. Just, it's not even hustling backwards because you're not even hustling. You're just being, just being an idiot. So the other part about it is, 
if your bottle girls are anything like my bottle girl, like if your the bottle girls are anything like I like have to abide by any of the regulations I have to abide by and as a bottle girl. In, and they're in Atlanta, so it's you a no. Know they do. It's a whammy. It's a big she fat fucking no. Listen, you out here bursting over the bitch with a big ass, knowing she's gonna take you up top for at least a rat. She's it's gonna big. make off with the plug, baby, and I encourage her to. Dumbass. And, and she's gonna take off with a rat, and then go go link up with a with a with a husky nigga with a diamond chain. She's gonna wear his chain while she throwing money at Blue Point. Dead ass. Can I have totally done it? My favorite, actually, my favorite time in Atlanta, right? Is when I actually ended up at fucking pinup. Because the line to get in the frolies was down the fucking street, and I just wasn't having it. And the line to get in pinups was no hoe either. But we had, I guess, we had a better shot, right? And also, the nigga I was with knew somebody, so cool. <laughs> so I'm in the Yay. middle, of fucking yeah. So I am in the middle of fucking pinup, drunk as fuck, and the softest. Like she smelled so good. If she felt like an angel, like <laughs> maybe I was that drunk. <laughs> But like, <laughs> she smelled so good. She smelled like baby's breast, like the flower. <laughs> Somebody call T Pain and tell him I fell in love I, with a stripper. I've never, I've, yeah, that's what I say. I've never fell in love with a stripper that much. But also, I've never, I've never been in a place with such high quality. Because okay, so what Atlanta is to strippers is like what King's Landing is in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you're right, Calvin. I swear to God I do. <laughs> that was a good one. And so, I can understand going going to Atlanta and falling falling in love because you know that's what they're supposed to do. They're trained. They are they are like the they are like the Kingsmen. They are they are trained. Oh, you're about to tweet that. <laughs> Make sure you post. I promise you, I am. I I swear <laughs> to God, at some point I'm going to tweet this. Atlanta to strippers is what King's Landing is Game of Thrones. Oh my fucking god, bro! Why are and we you, friends? Because I'm hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm hilarious. I'm funny. I give good hugs. Like, you I do give the best hugs. Like, you I do. have a lot of qualities. <laughs> oh, it is story time. What's up? I promise. At some point, we're gonna get to these topics. Maybe. Allegedly. All right. I think I also need to start telling you niggas that I have acid reflux up front. <laughs> because, baby, when I tell you to play in my throat, that does not mean add more jalapenos. <laughs> like <that's... laughs> You got to be careful with giving niggas instructions that involve your throat. I'm just saying. You oh, my God. My acid reflux was on 10 this weekend, and you know what a bitch couldn't say? Shit, because that's embarrassing. <laughs> Out here, dude. Woo! He fed me this wings. All right, so on Thursday, we went to this hookah spot, right? The whole... 
the hold that hookahs have on us as a culture, baby. Listen, shout out, shout out to the niggas who want to cuddle with Shorty, but her wig smell like cucumber mint hookah, and you just mad as fuck. You know, and it makes your stomach hurt. It does. Hookah does make your stomach hurt. If anybody tells you hookah does not make your stomach hurt, they are a fucking liar. Hookah makes your stomach I have thrown up simply because the hookah hit the bottom of my stomach. It just, ugh. Especially because you're definitely drinking as well. You're also, also drinking on top of hookah. Like, I got drunk as fuck tobacco. drinking on top of hookah. Hookah's, hookah's tobacco. Like, niggas try to play like it's some healthier. Al- no. Nigga, hookah is straight not- up tobacco. Like, you can absolutely be addicted to hookah. It's tobacco, right? And, and half of you niggas in Atlanta are addicted to hookah and lemon pepper wings. It's okay. As I sit here and eat my wing stop. Got it. Anyway, so. If you can't we, say eight, say ouch. So, th- okay. So Thursday, we went to this, this hookah spot. And of course, they had wings and pasta. The pasta was fire. Wings were great, right? So, of course, he's like, oh, well, you pick the flavors. And I want to be no hoe. So the first two flavors I picked were barbecue and lemon pepper, right? Easy choices. Mind you, I am fried. <laughs> we pulled up to this spot high as a bitch, okay? So I'm, I'm scarfing down everything. I done put on a little bit of a couple weights. I put on about a couple pounds being down there to speaking, okay? So, baby, we get back. So I'm, I'm still hungry, and the wings are still busting. So he's like, yeah, go ahead and order some more. So I ordered some more. And this time, I got, like, buffalo. And, of course, I'm in the DMV area. So, of course, I got Old Bay. Of course, I did, right? I'm in the DMV. Of course, I have to get Old Bay wings. And I feel, and it's not even that it's that spicy. Because spice has nothing to do with it. I mean, it does. But, like, I can feel myself having a flare-up. (laughs) <laughs> I can feel it. And I've never wanted to go to the bartender so bad and be like, y'all, y'all got a shot of acid, a- apple cider vinegar back there? Because I'm getting ready to have it. I'm, I need a moment. I'm getting ready to have one. Baby. You about to ask, you about to ask your bartender if they got an apple cider uh, shot? Oh, my you. God. I was sitting up there, like, heaving. Like, we didn't stay the whole time, thank God, because I wasn't going to make it. On top of that, on top of that, I'm drinking. So it's making everything a lot worse. So I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, Alex, please don't throw up. Please don't throw up. Please don't throw up. Please don't throw up. <laughs> like, please, Lord. Not that I was too drunk or out beside myself, but because my acid reflux was acting up that fucking bad. Like, I had to go to the bathroom and pull my shit together. Like, I was like, oh my God. Which is embarrassing as fuck because this nigga has never seen me have a flare up like that, right? So then, boom, Sunday. He, um, we ended up going to a barbecue on Sunday. And Shorty made, like, this bomb-ass, like, off-the-grill steak with this pasta. So he made, like, this steak pasta situation. Fire. Banger. It got about 50 lamb fucking jalapenos in that bitch. I was goddamn. Goddamn, goddamn. Now, mind you, because the pasta itself, like, the food itself was good, so I had a couple helpings of it. But then I felt my acid reflux start to flare. Bitch. (laughs) Get it together, bitch. So yeah, the next time I tell a nigga to play in my throat, play in my throat, not my acid reflux, bro. Please. Please. Bru- like, he took the term bruise your esophagus way too literal. Because I was in pain. You have to be specific in your manifestation. I really do. Because telling a nigga to play in my throat, I wasn't talking about my acid reflux, babe. I, I totally wasn't. <sighs> 
But you know what? The universe does not understand connotative meaning. She does not. The universe is very literal. So I, I have to take that for what it's worth. Okay. Um. Throw baby. Why is Franklin? Fuck you, Cap. I can't even listen to that song no more. Anyway, why is Franklin Saint so goddamn swapped? That nigga got shot and lost his superpowers. I don't, I Literally got shot and lost, like, bro, I'm rooting for you. We are all rooting for you, frankly. And we shouldn't be because, to be honest with you, you're the, like, you are the bad guy. Like, you are the you antagonist. You the one selling crack, nigga. You are the you're one the, like, selling my crack. My nigga, so honestly, all the things that are happening to Franklin should be happening. I don't want them to be happening. But I am like, I'm hurt for my nigga. The block is on fire. And the one thing this nigga, want to know what that nigga does? Act more stupidly. This nigga, so, this nigga, Franklin, he has, you know, he has two of his people. He has Scully and he has Manboy. Mm-hmm. Manboy, a, a typical light-skinned thug nigga, you know, talk back a little bit, you know, try to, try to push the, try to push I the feel like Manboy got good dick. That don't got shit to do with what I'm saying. Because he's light-skinned and arrogant and he sells dope, I would absolutely be a baby mama. I'm just letting you know. So you out here hiding hide, you out here hiding the work in your vagina. I sell a brick for you, daddy. Gonna bail that nigga out too? Nah, that ain't my job. You get jammed up, I'm on to the next. Uh-uh. I'm not That's a down bitch. I never said That's I was a down bitch. Crazy. I never said that. That's crazy. That's now, not Any- for no fucking dope boy. My nigga, you get jammed up. That's between you and your motherfucking God. I'm out of here. They make dope boys a dime a dozen. What the fuck am I taking charges for a dope boy for? Get the fuck. Maybe I, if we I, had a kid together. Maybe. I didn't say take charges. I said bail the nigga out. Maybe. This is just. If you can get bailed out, okay, I'll make you. That's fair. If you can get bailed out, yeah, I got you. Absolutely. I'm going to at least make sure that you got enough. So I'm going to bail you out to give you enough time to get your affairs in order. But please understand that the buck stops right here. I'm not holding it down for a nigga doing 10 years. And the only thing I have to my name is the designer shit that he bought. Fuck that. I'm out. That's stupid. Now for you bitches that got kids and you motherfuckers who are dumb enough to marry these motherfuckers and all that kind of shit like that. Sure. I understand them staying down. But me as just a girlfriend, I'm out. What? You know how often girlfriends get disrespected? I'm not that nigga's old lady. Now, for the nigga that... that I, okay, for instance, if I was... If I was... If I was Aunt Louie, yeah, I'ma stay down. Hell yeah, I'ma stay down. If I'm Aunt Louie, I'm staying down. If I want a man boy's little slut bitches, they be, he be having in and out of the... No, I'm out of here. You ain't even gonna put no money on that nigga books. Ain't gonna put no, no money on I'm out of here. You know what the fuck you signed up for? Now, if I was Aunt Louie, yes, I'm staying down all day, ten toes. That's my nigga, my nerve. Period. Period. Because she's also a co-conspirator. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, at the same motherfucking time, for one, just to be one of man boys bitches, hell nah, no. You crazy as hell. I'm mad that you and beloved share the same sentiment because I, because you know. I hold a brick for you, Daddy, but I ain't going. I ain't taking no charges. I ain't going to jail. I ain't fighting no bitches. I ain't doing none of that shit. 
but have a good time, look good, and slide on that knob a couple times? Sure. Sure. But as far as doing any heavy lifting, you got me fucked up. No. I wonder, in, in, in the most non-police way I can say this, I wonder if any drug dealers to our podcast. Listen, and if they do, what's crazy is that I know they don't think I'm wrong. Because my OGs told me I'm not wrong for the way I, th- I feel about that. They told me straight up. They said, only get involved with a nigga like that if you're really trying to be involved. But if you're just here for a good time, not a long time, do what the fuck you do best and move the fuck on. There's a bitch. There's 10 Alexes running around. I guarantee you that nigga got a 10 bitches just like you running around. Just like you. You're not shit and you're not special until they make you so. Wing fuck stop, that. fat boy, need Period. So, so, so here's the thing. Here's why Franklin is an idiot. Franklin moving so real have, sloppy. You have man boy, typical light skin thug, and then you have Scully, aka Stacy. And because listen, I don't give a fuck what his mama named him. Stacy's name. And so then Stacy's Scully is a god fearing. Acid dropping homicidal maniac. God fearing acid dropping homicidal maniac is a fucking bar. That nigga did drop acid in his ears before a meetup. Y'all see these motherfucking roaches? Nah, nigga, I gotta catch a vibe. <laughs> so I done got so out the car. Pull over. Matter of fact, I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Matter, matter of fact, fact bro, you know what? This ain't even for me, bro. This ain't even. This ain't even for me. So, so you decided, Franklin Saint, to make the homicidal, acid dropping, Jesus fearing maniac your enemy. He said he was going to stone you because he felt like crucifixion was too good for you. Do you understand what that? As they already showed us how he nailed a nigga to the fucking cross through a bitch. He he got a bitch to set up, and because we was wondering, like. Damn, like, and, and then you realize if you remember, Shorty said, like, hey, man, boy, you should come, too. And she was trying to hit the Daily Double. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm dead next time. And I hate how anxious TV shows have made me. Because as soon as they lingered on that sex scene, I was like, something gonna happen. Like, something gonna happen. Because there's no other reason they would show us getting this. They don't thing. have explicit sex scenes in Snowfall. So anytime that they linger you know, on something like that, my anxiety goes like, sky high. That's how I felt. That's how I felt about All American this last episode. I have not watched the last season of All American. I actually forgot it dropped. It's, so I think I might binge watch that and fold my clothes. If you got the CW app, it's all nope. on there. It's no, free. thank it's you. Free I'll wait till it gets to Netflix. It's free as fuck on there. It's free as hell. But you anyway. actually want me to exude labor for technology? Calvin, do you not know me? I just said it was free as hell. I ain't, listen, I can lead a horse to water. I can't make a drink. <laughs> Boy, fuck you. Anyway, but just I get anxious. And so you decide to make, not only do you decide to make that nigga your enemy, but then you go to your, your, your childhood friend, <laughs> your childhood friend who's in the neighborhood, who lives in the hood of the nigga you just double cross. I mean... And fall asleep there the entirety of the night. And also, it's not like you could wake up and move fast because you walk around with a cane because your crackheaded ex shot you in the back. Y'all keep trying to make it seem like he didn't deserve that shit. He absolutely did. 
But fuck that bitch. Speaking of seeing titties on my timeline, let me just go ahead and It is Titty Tuesday. Yeah, and I'm just extremely tired of seeing somebody's titties on my timeline today. Like, and I know that sounds like a lot, but like as somebody who has a nice pair of titties, I I, I appreciate it. You wanna know what gets my it's like it's like being a chef going to another restaurant. <laughs> You're just yeah, like, like I'm highly I'm a little bit too critical, and that's not fair because like honestly, <laughs> I have a great litmus test. Like I have my city, so it's like oh, where do you stack up? But you know what I mean. And it's like what's crazy is that I'm an ass girl. I love a nice ass. I'm such a sucker for a nice booty. Like oh my god, you have such a nice ass. Like and it ain't got to be the fattest. Or anything like that, but a nice rounded butt and it sits where it's supposed to. Oh my God, it's such a cute butt. You got such a nice ass. Sorry. Listen, so <laughs> it's cool. I don't, but it's, it's like we, we appreciated Franklin because he, he moved so well early in, in the series, right? Exactly. Like he was. He was one step ahead. In this season, he's he's not one step ahead no more. He's and, like twelve behind. And especially because like him and Leon beefing, shit, and it's hurting my heart. Because first the fat boys break up every day. I wake up, somebody got a problem with hoe, and just like because they need each other. Because like nigga, he the plug and he the muscle, and like y'all best friends. Why y'all doing this shit? Like it's just, I really hope. And side note, shout out to Teddy McDonald because everybody know that nigga BIA now. <laughs> like, I mean, like it was it's 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 more wild that certain people don't know he's CIA. You like, know the fact that like, and it keeps coming out in like the most inopportune moment that this nigga CIA. On, like, on, I want him to tell somebody that he's CIA when like y'all not in the middle of school, or like y'all ain't got to go find some nigga, or like also shout out to. That nigga shipment's never on time. Like always, time. This shipment's always fucked up or lost somewhere. This nigga needs supply chain management. This nigga need Amazon. He's got listen, USPS has better tracking on their packages than fucking Teddy. Okay. Breed, whatever that I mean, nigga name is. They both the government, so it makes sense. Listen, Mama D cities. Every time I go to look at her topic. I see Mama D titties. <laughs> because, be, because you asshole, you you had to make me share in your misery, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Can you please explain to me what the fuck is going on with Ti and Tiny? Because the more and more I keep like, I, what the fuck is going? They on? nasty. Um, their mama said some real bullshit about Tiny. They nasty. Because I'm gonna say Ti and explain Calvin. So. There have been allegations, several mm. allegations, multiple allegations about T.I. and Tiny, this is the point of thing. Um, basically taking advantage and like drugging women and taking advantage of them and doing all that shit. I'm really actually pissed off that I'm not surprised. Especially and it, and it's, because- it's one of those things where when you pick up the breadcrumbs that they left over the course of their public life, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can see how that happened. You can see how it led to. Um, 
just with with T.I. being so overprotective of his, over his own daughter. Um, mm-hmm. Tiny, Tiny, like, not really stepping in and defending. Tiny, not really in, like, Tiny's own dalliances with outside individuals. T.I.'s own dalliances with outside individuals. It's, it's, it's disappointing. It's not surprising. Now, again, I stress her allegations, but my my thought process is this. It, it's not an exact number, but after a certain number, all of them can't be false. You feel me? That's exactly how I felt. Um... Like, like, like if, if, and I don't know how to say, I don't know if I'm saying this in a way that seems demeaning or disrespectful, but it's like, if it's one allegation, it's like, okay, but cool. let's hear both sides. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's not rush the judgment on one way or another. But like, I understand but where like, you're coming from with that. I, I, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like oh, I don't believe her, or I don't believe him, or I don't believe the victim. Or it's like okay, if it's just one, it's a the one side. If one allegation is is literally two sides of the story, let's just see where it goes. But like, add the allegation back up, especially if they're all pretty much variants of the same story. The law of probability of all of them being false goes down exponentially. It's That's like you exactly convince, what my point was. And you, I'm so you glad you said it. Me, you can convince me that one person's lying on you. You can yep. even convince me that like two people are lying on you. You can't convince me that and people are lying. When everybody people. has the exact same thing to say about you, it is not everybody else. And that shit can read and applies across the board for a multiple we just so happen to be talking about T.I. and fucking time. Like if, but I'm if, being if, real. if people tell me you, you scam niggas out of money, I'm going to believe you scam niggas out of money. You can yeah. tell me to your face in the face, no, nah, I don't do that shit, bro. But look at, everybody ain't, everybody ain't lying. Like, you, do you really believe that these niggas, like, got a group chat of 30 <laughs> motherfuckers deep to lying all about AJ Stewart? Lying about you. These motherfuckers are coming from different walks of life, different different areas, different backgrounds, and they all are so motivated to take down the family hustle empire that they're gonna lie on you. I think that uh, what it is is that it's a lot of the hubris behind it. It's a lot of the arrogance, and that's the part that kind of just bothers me the most. Because how dare you? And. This goes to show you, and, and honestly, I have had, and, and listen, you can pull back episodes of me talking, having a lot to say about Tiny, because I feel like she's way too complicit in the way that T.I. governs their, their household. Something's not right, because how do you have a daughter with a nigga? You as a woman allow this nigga to look up your daughter's hymen and not only just do what he does in governing like your daughter's sexual sexual health or well-being or lifestyle or whatever, but then you allow him to go on the internet to talk about it. Now, I get that Deja's not like Tiny's biological daughter, but the fact that like you'll let him do that to somebody else's child lets me know exactly what the fuck you allow with your own. And I don't care. I don't care. I've had, I've literally, if We've, we've had episodes where we talked about that kind of shit. I've had a side eye about Tiny ever since then. Because as a woman, how are you guys as women sitting around and letting him be this fucking foul with your children? Your children. Not somebody else's baby. 
damn the women. Okay, for for a second, let's put aside the allegations from other women, right? Let's let's put aside. Let's start talking about outside women and people grown. You know, we're talking about a child who who this man felt necessary to go on national television and or national syndicated radio or whatever the fucking platform to tell the world that he has his the doctor check his daughter's hymen for her virginity as you go out into the world and violate other women. You can always tell a predator. You can tell a predator by how he protects what he calls home. Because it's never about a healthy understanding for sexuality. It never is. And the fact that a lot of you niggas agree with T.I.'s policies pisses me off because I know the hell your baby girls are getting ready to go through. I understand. It's like I robbers. Understand. You, you know, who has, you know who has the best security system? Robbers. Robbers. You know who? You know who has? You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where it's like you know who has the best like antivirus and like shit hackers. hackers. Like it's one of those things where if you out here doing so much to like make sure yo no one has violated your daughter, you probably violated someone else's daughter because. You know who was the most insecure and most accusatory of, 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 of cheaters? Cheaters. Cheaters. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, and, so, and so that's my thing. It's like, look, like, I'm not, and you know what? If it comes out that all of these allegations are somehow proven false, I'll take back what I said. I'm not. But, but as far as just the allegations, like, see, I'm you still a you still a wild nigga for what you did to your daughter. I'm not taking it back because niggas have been flagrant for a while and niggas do not have any kind of respect for women or repercussions until it's at their fucking doorstep. And I am so tired of you niggas learning how to respect women when it's the last, like you could have literally just respected women up front and respecting women is starts to, is to see them as human beings and seeing them as eye level, eye level, you and me. Boom, boom. I don't see it's like, Calvin, it's like you saying, I respect Alex, but not seeing me as your equal. Then you don't respect then you, then you don't respect See, I have a question, but I'm, I, it's going to distract from the point you're making. So I'm gonna tell oh, you no, no, no. What's the question? I'm here for it. Let's talk about it. So, and you know me, I look at it like I don't, I try to take qualifications out of it can you respect someone and look at but also don't necessarily look at them as an equal so like for example yeah like, i can respect you, you and also understand that we are in two different not, ball games yeah but you're not fucking with me yeah but that doesn't because, mean that just because we're in two different playing fields that i don't see you as a human being okay so that's like, why I was, like i can see you as a human being but also understand that if we play a a trivial comparison game, I win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's And that was my question because it was like, because I was trying to think, of, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to think of shit because I was like, look, there's people that I like respect their autonomy. I respect their motives. Like, do what you do. You good. I ain't got no beef with you, but I also understand that like, nigga, don't ever compare me and him. Don't ever compare yeah, that's me how, him. I'm not going to lie to you, Calvin. There are some people that like, I... If you were to tell me that me and certain people are on the same you, caliber, t- I would ask me, you, what are you measuring? I would question you what you're measuring. Me, if you tell me 
oh yeah, you remind me of so and so, and I, that, I'm taking that as just. There's certain like, people you, that I do not want to be compared to. What Don't do you ever. mean remind you of so and so? Like you gotta Don't explain ever. you gotta show me your work. You gotta explain that to me. And so that's why I asked that question, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily disrespect them or don't view them as a human being, but I'm also like, you ever compare me and that individual, you got me fucked up. So that's what I was trying to I was trying to reconcile those two points. I'm like, am I really, like, am I more disrespectful than I thought? Or is there just levels to the, you know what I mean? It's not, it's, and that's why I didn't want to ask it, because it's not necessarily like, oh, you're a woman, so you're lesser than me. Because I don't think that's the case. I don't, I don't move like that. I don't like, oh, you're a woman, so you're listening to me because I'm a man. He, 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 hear me roar, blah, whatever. But, but also, there's some individuals, both male, female, and otherwise. Non-gender there's some people you could be cool with, but also understand that you don't play in their arena. Don't compare me to them. He ain't yeah, don't compare me to that. It's cool for them, it's not day, cool for me. Even on my worst day, he's not fucking with me. Like, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm like, because I've had a lot of worst days. I'm going through worst days. But I'm like, even at my worst days, that individual not fucking with me. On my worst days, I still don't want to be you. I'll take I'll take my I'll take my forty degree days being me than your eighty degrees be your eighty degree days being you. Baby, there's some people doing better than me that even on their my worst day, I still don't want to be you. Because and that's I, just what that's, that's just, just how I feel about they, a lot of shit. I don't like your problem. Like, I don't like your problem. <laughs> you out here getting money, my nigga. You out here doing what you need to do, but like, what you got to do to get there, nigga? You are. But you also don't sleep well at night. You also you aren't satisfied. You also don't see joy and beauty in the things that you have. You also treat people like shit. Like so, yeah, you up, but that's about it. You looking over your shoulder, every, 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 every night, chance you, you get, up. you looking over your motherfucking shoulder. But you up though, cool. Nothing every, that you every, have is solid. People don't even respect you, but you up though. All right. Every mm. every person every person in the city got a story about you. But look. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Rumors I stopped fucking like, especially here recently. You know what? Skirt skirt. We're gonna take. We're gonna pause for the cause, shall we? So recently, this is the problem with having a podcast. This is the part of the podcast that like hurts my feelings. <laughs> but. Because when you say things, right, it's up for public consumption. I say that all the time. Like, you can say fuck the world, but when you're, whatever you put out into the world is up for public consumption. If, if you say fuck everybody in the club and then the club beat your ass. Right. It's, <laughs> it was up. It was up, right? But sometimes, and I could do a better job of this, Sometimes the way that I know the way I say certain things, you leave up for interpretation, right? Just because that's that's how communication works. But sometimes the way that I'm perceived and the way it comes back to me with certain things that I say, it does hurt my little baby ass feeling. It does. Because I'm like, damn, what am I saying? Or how is what I'm saying? How did you get that from what I said? If that makes sense. You know what I mean? And it's like, are you really rooted in understanding me? Or does this just make sense for the narrative that you already have about me? You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, I don't agree with some of the shit that I get back. So it's, it's making me have, like, I don't know, a crisis of character. <laughs> like, it makes me question my integrity a little bit. Like, am I producing what I want to say? Or am I just saying what the people want to hear? And 
I don't know. Like, it makes you question yourself in a way that's like, so especially I'm, as a creative, it makes you question so yourself I, I, in a way that I didn't think that I would ever have to do. So I, I'll answer this. No matter what you what your opinions of what your opinions are of podcasting, podcasters, it's art. Like right. what we we're, we're creating art. Art by definition is not for everyone. There's no anything. There's not really anything that's for everyone. Like art by definition is subjective. Art by definition is not for everyone. And so, all you can do is make sure that you are moving with the best integrity you got, that you're putting with your all in it, you're doing what you need to do to be able to, to put into the work. People are going to receive the work how they receive the work. And yes, we're just talking, but we are we are putting ourselves out there and doing it in a platform and doing it in a in a in a scenario that we are put we are making ourselves the art. Art but again, art is subjective, art is not for everyone. So what I would say is as long as you can't crowdsource yourself. You can't crowdsource how you feel about the art you put in. You just kind of have to know that you, that whatever you did to, to bake the recipe, you did it to the best of your ability. Exactly. And however that is, how that's how I sleep at night. That's how I move. That's how, I, you know what I mean? Because again, like, I don't consider myself Y'all consider y'all consider me more popular than I consider myself. Baby, but, uh, it 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 literally. But but what I say I say that to say like, I know there's people who I haven't never interact interacted with in a in a serious manner, who who have their opinions about me that are negative. I used to let those opinions dominate the conversation in my head. I've made an active choice to not do that anymore because what what do you say like stop trying to spend spend all your energy into getting everybody to like you because you don't even like everybody exactly so as long as you are prideful and you know that you did what you needed to do you put your best foot forward that is how we move and that's how you move in life, but that's especially how you move in art. I remember doing a poetry jam. Uh, it was a couple years ago in Columbus. <laughs> and I had the unfortunate ability, I had the unfortunate of going first or going second. I think I, I fucking like, hate that. But exactly, because in a poetry in a poetry situation, you never want to be the first two because the judges haven't had the chance to recalibrate calibrate what the score should be. So they so they're judging you based off of all of the poets that they probably ever heard in their life, versus, um, you know, the, the poets for the night. And so I remember I performed my poetry. You know what I'm saying, and mind you, I it was one of the first times I ever performed my poetry. So it was like, I mean, right. spoken word of it. And I and I done it. And they and the crazy thing about poetry slam, they announced the score like literally like right afterwards. Like, it's oh not yeah. Like you, so they literally perform, and I think I, out of three judges, I think I may have got like I got like all eight or like twenty four, and I was like, "Damn, for real!" Or some low ass score. And the, they announced it. The crazy thing is, the crowd booed. Yeah, the judges for me, because like 
And so that so I say all that to say that like the judges didn't think I was worth I was worthy of a higher score, but the crowd did. The crowd right. booed the judges because they was like they was like and, and, and like they started to boo and then they stopped. And and, and the MC was like, no, if, if you if you think if you think the score is low, you can boo. And they were like, boo. boo. <laughs> and so just it just you know what I'm saying like it didn't make me feel all the way better, but it made me feel a little better about okay, the intended audience may have not got that the way I wanted to, but crowd got that the way I wanted. And I think the same thing is in art in general, but especially podcasting. Like, look, we come in, we bear our souls. We, we, we are authentically ourselves, which is why, you know what I'm saying? I had to get, I had to kind of stop feeling some type of way when people check up on me. Because mm-hmm. it, it's pride. And I don't, I don't ever want to feel like a charity. I mean, I told you this. I don't ever want to feel like a charity. The people's like, you know, I just want to check up on you. You know, I got, you know, I had to check on you. I'm like, why do you feel like you check? You know what I'm saying? But then I, then I realized that, like, I'm bearing my soul, and and putting myself out there on a weekly basis. So yeah, it like it stands to reason that niggas who are faithful listeners, who are faithful friends and supporters, and they follow us, do all of these things. We've established a connection enough where people feel they can reach out and be like, "Hey, you good? You straight? You, good? you know what I'm saying?" And right. sometimes niggas cross that line because it's like you don't get to say that to me. But all in all, I'll take if I had to take the guilt to bat, I'm gonna do it because I think this podcast and this and this thing that we're building has fostered way more good than bad. I know that's a lot of words, but that's how I feel. I'm gonna be honest with you. That I needed that. Because it was some reassurance, much needed reassurance. But on the other side of it, it's just like bearing your soul is vulnerability is one of my superpowers. And I know that I get criticized a lot because it's like Alex is so fucking loud. Everything that she does is loud. She moves loud, she talks loud, she laughs loud. Like even the way I dress is just loud as fuck. Everything I do is just so fucking loud. And I think that for me, it, I, I think we mistake loud for vulnerable. And I live my life very out loud because I don't want anybody to feel like y'all got, you can't, for as, I'm, for as loud as I am, I'm still very private. <laughs> and Calvin, I think you know that for sure of anybody who knows that. And I think it's wild to me because people feel like, damn, I wish. I, I wish I could be that. I wish I could say this and, and just go for it. And it's like, bro, I do a lot of things as if nobody's watching. I say what the fuck I want to say as if nobody's listening. I live how I want to live because it's fine. And I don't live for the pleasure or enjoyment or, or the gaze of other people. Like, I truly live life enough for myself. And also, nobody can ever say I'm to question my authenticity it's loud and it's in front of you and it's bold because it's 100% Alex it's a 90 it's 110 percent me as fuck and because of that nobody questions my integrity nobody questions my honesty nobody can ever say I'm sneaky or I move funny no you see all my moves you see all of them I, I don't I'm too forgetful to be a liar <laughs> way too forgetful to be a liar I I literally 
Nine times out of ten, if Calvin doesn't remind me, I forgot. Listen, if it's not my I, calendar, I didn't agree to it, and I'm not doing it. And I forgot. Because, listen, because there's been some things where I'm like, I have to remind myself. Because, like, you'll tell me the same story twice, and it won't be the same story. And yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'll be like, the, 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 the first time I talk to you, then when you recount it, I'm just like, and then I'll be like, and and so the crazy thing is because I'm I have a weird memory like I remember it's like my brain chooses what it wants to remember but it doesn't really co-sign that with me like I remember the lyrics to random songs but I won't but I'll forget like I have an appointment it's wild shit but what one thing I generally do remember is what you tell me I remember what you tell me because if you're telling me something I believe it to be important. So if you tell me something, and then when you retell me something, it don't match. I'm just like, like that 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 puzzle African kid face. I'm just like, <laughs> and so and so, you know what I mean? Like, wait a minute, because you know, like everyone who knows me knows I'm a linear thinker. Like when I say the math don't math, I mean that shit. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. see, you told me five plus two equals seven. Why the fuck are you now telling me four plus four equals eight? No, exactly. I, don't like I don't like it. I don't like it, boss. I don't like it. So yeah, so I I understand that. So. Um, I did not watch Oprah's interview with the Royals, so we're gonna pin that. But I did it, and I'm and let's okay. Let's be frank. A couple and we because we never got to talk about it because I didn't watch it either, and. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to say that y'all obsession with the royal family is weird because I obsess over shit that y'all probably think is. Weird. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have our. I don't care, and I hate to say it like that. I really don't. I care. don't. I don't give a fuck. But also, let's let's be honest. The Britain, the British royal family. You mean the same kingdom that has been colonizing other countries since the dawn of colonization? Has a bit of a racism problem? No Hilarious. shit. Oh my god, clutches pearls. That, that that'll be like that's like saying the Cookie Monster has a cookie problem. Like, like <laughs> oh, that crack is addictive. Like oh, that's like oh yeah, Pookie got a Pookie, Pookie got a little bit of a. Du- I a need y'all to stop being so close minded about racism, and I think that's why I'm uninterested in this interview. Not because I don't think that there's a story to tell. Not that I don't think that. Um, the queen is racist as shit. I, I, I like the way that it, it's. It, this is how it works for me. Y'all treat. It's like how we re-rocked history with George Bush. Like all of a sudden, because he's flirting with Michelle Obama, we forget that he's a vile human being. That's the exact same way I felt about the queen. Of, the queen of England. She's a vile human being. We just dressed it up and made it real for y'all niggas. And like, even her own son is telling y'all that she's a vile human being and has been telling y'all that she ain't shit. (laughs) Prince Harry has been telling y'all for a while. The queen is not shit. She ain't shit. (laughs) And for y'all to have to go on to Oprah. Of all fucking platforms. Because Oprah's also not shit. Oprah's also not shit. Yo, Oprah has not been for the right for a very long time. And it astounds me that the only people that are between her and Tyler Perry, they want to get it right with everybody else except for Monique. And I just think that it's so fucking like, bro, Oprah ain't shit. The royal family ain't shit. 
that interview was probably I can't judge it because I didn't watch it. But bro, I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna hear shit that's gonna be like, oh my god, wow, such a shocker. I'll put Excuse it, me. No, we're I'll not. Put it like this: for one quote that came out that was like that can encapsulate all of it is put Megan Markle is a mixed a mixed race woman. Yeah, and she is light like like she's not. When she is white passing doesn't mean that she can like pretend to be white, but it's one of those things where like she ain't dark. You you feel what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to say this in a a, a better way, but like she's light as fuck, bro. Like she is a uh, she is a biracial biracial. Mm-hmm. That same biracialness that allowed her to even get into the royal family, because we know. If 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 she was a shade or two darker, it would have been slow for her to jump. Slow. Ben also led that the queen and the royal family was going to question if her son that she had with Prince Harry was going to be too dark. Now, mind you, you got a biracial woman and a fully white man. That baby is three-fourths white. Listen, you... <laughs> listen... If if this was if this was crack prices, you could low key sell that as pure. <laughs> Honestly, like listen, it ain't, it ain't even tan for real. It's out it's out past it's out bastard. Like you go, you worry that that baby is too dark. Oh shit, boy, that racism strong. Like baby, I'm like that racism is about strong as a bitch because you were literally listen that baby that... gonna come out looking like Drake's child, and you worry that that baby gonna look too dark. I was annoyed. I'm not going to lie. But was I shocked? No, not at all. Not at all. You had the audacity to marry a black woman, a fair-skinned black woman at that, and which is the reason, and that's the nuance that people miss. Like, colorism is the reason why Meghan Markle was accepted, because she was passing. She was passing. And now racism is the reason why she's being ejected. So it's like, uh, you kind of sign up for your own hell, sis. So I'm not saying that she's wrong because I, no, she's not wrong, and I'm yeah. never gonna ask anybody to endure something like that, or or expect somebody to endure something about that sitting on their hands or sitting on their ass about it. No, she did not deserve the way that she got treated. The shock and awe behind it is what's kind of pissing me off because I'm like, really, niggas, y'all didn't see this coming? Fam, they did this shit with the Diana, and she was white. She was just too pretty. Diana, no. She was cussing you niggas the fuck out. She was a little baby who talked back. I think Princess Diana was in there cussing his mama smooth the fuck out. I think I, I think that's what the fuck it was. I think Princess Diana was in there letting you motherfuckers smooth have it and letting you know about yourself. And you're like, oh, this bitch gotta go. So, I honestly think that's all that is. And that's why we're still obsessed with Princess Diana. We're still obsessed with Princess Diana. Because the real does not die. Y'all, y'all obsessed with Princess Diana. I vomiting again, her fucking no, titties. Um, I can't even title the episode that because it's gonna get removed if I title it. Mama titties. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you could actually you just say "Mama Titties." <laughs> you have Mammy. Titties, titties is the word that's gonna get me fucked up. But um, you haven't learned to show me fifty-year-old titties, and it 
out of spite. You show me 50 year old titties out of spite. The nerve of you. Like the, the unmitigated dog. It was so fucking funny. Um, I have not watched a single episode of WandaVision. And, but I have seen this nigga with a black turtleneck and a chain on looking like he is the fucking going on his way to a probate. What the fuck is going on, Calvin? Um, so WandaVision is MCU, so Marvel Cinematic Universe. So. Oh, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, not niggas who, niggas who watch that show um, are MCU heads because it's, it's kind of a, it's connected. So, I'll put it like this. If the MCU is an album, this show is like an interlude between two singles. So, you had Avengers Endgame. Oh, my God. You had Avengers Endgame, which is kind of like this, you know, and Spider-Man from Far From Home, which is like the end of Phase 3. So, like the end of the third part. Phase 4 is where the shit is supposed to get real weird and like type shit. So, no, this shit doesn't end. Got it. Oh, baby, baby girl. They have a chasm of source material. And also, they especially Marvel just got the rights back to the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Which is So no, this shit is not yeah. in- It's it's a rolling out of stop watch shit, don't ever stop. You hear me? And so but WandaVision is kinda like an interlude between two it's and so, so remember how in, on Confessions, Usher had, like, that's what it's made for, transition into Superstar? Okay. And then in between was, like, a Superstar interlude. Let me make sure I got my practice right, because I'm over here just spitballing that shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, but I understand what you're coming from. Yeah, so basically, that's what, <laughs> that's what WandaVision is. It's kind of like the whole... It's you know what I'm saying, or it's it's caught up transition of superstar, but that's kind of the thing. Got it. One vision is is basically setting up the next shit. You know I me? Mean? And so, but in the meantime, so 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 Wanda is a witch, which is fuck like crazy powerful witch. Vision. The way I can explain Vision to you, to someone who's not really seen Marvel movies, Vision is what would happen if a MacBook Pro became a person. Oh, okay. Like he is an he is an art he's an artificial intelligence that's like he's he's what would happen if like Alexa got a body. Feel me? Got it. So is that why Vision? <laughs> and so because niggas haven't been outside in a year, they are now lusting over this human MacBook Air. They, and, and and so in the last episode, you know, he was wearing a turtleneck, you know, because the whole thing is about him, like, I don't know how to explain this to you for real, for real, without, like, going way back, and we ain't got the necessarily the time or the energy for that. Just I don't know, have the intention span either, short, to be put it like this. Yeah, put it like this. Shorty lost her nigga, but she, and so grief and sadness consumed her enough that she made a whole fake reality just so she could live with this nigga. Isn't that a Black Mirror episode, Calvin? (laughs) Yes. It is. So Shorty lost her nigga and was so overcome by grief 
but also she got superpower but she, she just created a whole universe to stand with the niggas and like and, and like cap, captured an entire town to it. I feel bad. Wild shit. But so that's kind of the premise. I do miss a so nigga, like, but I don't think I so miss like, a nigga enough to recreate that motherfucker. Uh. You feel what I'm saying? So she's in so she's in a universe where she, they're trying to play the whole perfect suburban life. And so in the last episode, he wearing a turtleneck. Cause what you do in the suburbs, you wear turtleneck. And black women put just just really niggify this nigga. This 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 back book hair. Put put a gold because he's not wearing a gold chain in the actual TV show. Okay, so niggas photoshopped that because I, again, I was completely fucking gullible and lost, apparently. (laughs) They photoshopped a gold chain. There's also different memes where they photoshopped a do-rag, braids. Not the fucking do-rag. A a Gucci belt, a black and mild, like, just, just all types of shit. And I just want... If this isn't the clearest sign that y'all need to just go ahead and take this vaccine so y'all can go back outside, please I don't go know outside. Because y'all are out here thirsting over Alexa, and I want it. <laughs> y'all are getting horny off of Siri, and I, oh, I have questions. My God, I have questions and concerns. Questions and concerns. Also, if you're still eating Papa John's at this point. First of all, I don't like Papa John's pizza. I've never been a fan of Papa John's. And anybody who's went to middle school with me will tell you, I have not eaten Papa John's literally by choice since middle school. I hate it. Because Papa John's, you know your crust is dry as hell. If you have to give us garlic butter, just to make that bitch. And a jalapeno. And a jalapeno, because what y'all telling me, when you give me a, a, a pepperoncini, and garlic butter is like, we know this shit low-key trash, so we just gonna go ahead and give you a little shit to razzle-dazzle. Nigga, nigga, you throw a pop of John's crust at somebody's head, you could be charged with assault. With yeah, bro. Yeah. That, that, that Papa John's crust is tougher than a woman who's going through three breakups. Alright, <laughs> Calvin. Because I absolutely went through three breakups last year. So we really don't have to do that. Like we didn't. <laughs> Listen, Papa John's crust is is, is is a is a single mother. It's t- Calvin. <laughs> oh, I'm back, nigga. <laughs> They they say they missed the old me, nigga. <laughs> I'm here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, bro. Dead ass. So, so and also, so, spoiler alert, Papa John can't stop saying nigga, apparently. Neither can I. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> the difference here is I have agency and license. You do not. And so he already re- was removed from the company, lost his board seat, because he said nigga on a conference call. It wasn't like one of those things where he got caught slipping, you know what I'm saying, in his... He said it on a conference call but to yeah. the board. And so then, I don't know why people keep interviewing racists. Stop interviewing racists. Please stop interviewing racists because all you're doing is antagonizing black folks and I hate it. Because when and we start so, cussing y'all asses out, you want to call us angry. And so... And so this nigga said he was addicted to the N-word. 
And so he was going to, he was going to rehab for the last I think twenty months or some shit to, to, to try to remove the N word from his vocabulary. Now, you may ask you may ask, well Diddy, what's wrong with that? First and foremost, that word should never be in your vocabulary, you white First of bastard. All, how racist do you have to be? To in be order to need rehab to, to stop saying nigger. How racist! Cookie Monster is addicted. Cookie Monster is addicted to cookies. Beyonce is addicted to surprise drops. You <laughs> are addicted to niggers. It's not the same thing. You need rehab. Sex rehab is one thing because okay, cool. You a horny, you, you you insatiable, you horny, cool, whatever. Nigger rehab. Who is in nigger rehab? Papa John and Paul Mooney, like. I'm dead. I, Listen. You know what? You know what? Here, new rule. Off What's the, new off rule? the top. If white people, if you want to say nigga, fine. But in order to do that, you have to go to the, the nearest MLK Boulevard in your city and grab a microphone and say it into the microphone out loud for 20 minutes. You know what? I can't hold you. That might not be a bad idea because if you can withstand that ass whooping, <laughs> you've earned it. You okay? earned it. You, you listen, because it is the white folks that never say nigga around other black people that piss me off about wanting the right to say nigga. Go ahead and say it. Please say it. Say it. I want listen, you to. And depending on the MLK Boulevard, you might get yourself a gang initiation on top of that. You might get yourself jumped in. So, so you know what? New rule. If you want to say nigga that bad, ooh, I say go to your nearest MLK Boulevard because we know every MLK Boulevard across America is in the hood. I live off of MLK Boulevard. Go to your nearest <laughs> MLK Boulevard, and if you don't have a nearest MLK Boulevard, you shouldn't be saying nigga in the first place because you live in too white of a town. Hear it, yacht. So go to your nearest MLK Boulevard. Grab a microphone, grab a megaphone, and you must stand outside for 20 minutes. And matter of fact, you must stand outside at some point between the hours of 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Don't try to do so it. So when niggas early. are home. Don't try to do it early in the morning or niggas at work. Don't try to do it late at night, like you 6, 9, going to old block at 4 o'clock in the morning. No. Dead. You have to do it. You have to do it from the hour of 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Go outside with a with a goddamn megaphone and say nigga for twenty minutes. And if you are able to survive that ass whooping, you got your nigga pass. It's like it's like your freedom paper. You know, Calvin. For once, I ain't even gonna argue with you about that. For once, I'm not gonna argue if, with you. If you want to say it so bad, earn it. Or, or if you don't want to get your ass beat, you must cash at me <laughs> and Ali. Five racks a piece. A piece. Just a, a piece. cool little five racks. Cool a little piece. five racks. A one-time five rack payment, and we will print out your nigga passes for you. <laughs> we can't be bought, apparently. <laughs> if you gonna be racist, pay us. You know what? I'm not gonna hold you. That's what my pretty much what my sugar daddy was. He was racist as shit. I used to check his shit in all the time, but he was racist and didn't understand how he was being racist. So a lot of times, like, our dates were just 
me. Yeah, it was me basically explaining to him that he just said something racist. Like, bro, you did. He's like, I what, still, Alex? I, what? I still remember that play you put me on. Oh my god! Just, just a wonderful know. play. You put me on. You put me on bullshit. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, if you gonna paid be off. Racist, if you're gonna be racist, pay us. Or get your ass, or get your ass beat. Choose one of the two. One of the two. Calvin, what's our positive note for the day? <laughs> um, my positive note for today is it may not be ideal, but it never was going to be ideal. Put in the work anyway. Put in um, the fucking work anyway. I think if this last year plus has taught us anything, that it's never how you plan. That the best laid plans of mice and men often fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. If you spend all your time waiting for the perfect moment, you'll never find it. It's never going to be how you plan. It's probably not going to be ideal. Mm-hmm. Do the work anyway. That's, on, that's the only way you got, you, you're going to get it done. My positive note of the day is don't be Mama D's 50-year-old, 60-year-old titties on the internet. Don't be Mama D. Mama D absolutely just posted her titties. If on you the are o- if you if you are over the age <laughs> of fifty, your titties have a curfew. Or, if you're not being tapped by Playboy at sixty to show your titties, it's probably time to hang it up, sis. And I'm not gonna lie, I have Playboy. I have Playboy aspirations. I want to pose for Playboy so fucking bad. I think it'd be the hottest photo shoot they've ever had. I want to pose for Playboy so shout, shout, bad. Shout, shout out to King Beauty of the Week. I would love to be King Beauty of the Week. Jet Magazine Beauty of the Week. Oh my fucking God. Speaking of which, I was actually Beauty of the Month. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Lorenz Brownskin. I we am you, girl. I am her Beauty of the Month. So make sure that y'all tap in with the body butters, the scrubs, all that good shit. Um, it's an honor because... Not only is Tanea a really good friend of mine, but her products are actually solid as fuck. They're really fucking good. Like, they are really good products. So for me to be able to tap in, um, and not only just as her friend, but as somebody who actually buys her products and supports her, to be picked and tapped as one of her beauties of the month, it meant a lot. So shout out to you, girl. Thank you so much. I'm appreciative. Listen, stop. One thing I will say is, if you haven't washed your pillowcases since November, <laughs> stop trying to say that some, someone's skincare line or skincare routine doesn't work. You, because you are not doing what you need to do to make your skincare routine work. Right. So if, you, if, 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 if you're listening to this and you're thinking, damn, yes, I'm talking to you, wash your fucking pillowcases and stop, and, and stop hating on my skincare routine. Because you ain't wash your pillowcases and you wonder why dead skin still popping up like an ex. Listen, spring cleaning is the thing. Wash your pillowcases, change your sheets, wash your curtains. Like, uh, wash, wash your, I'm telling you, the difference in your house will make, wash them fucking curtains, y'all. I'm telling you. Some of y'all ain't wash y'all curtains since y'all put them up. And also, a uh, shout out to all the, all the couples who this weekend, one person went to All-Star Weekend and one person went to Miami. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all SDIs canceled out like Pim died. Um, Stop it, Calvin. 
like I feel like a negative times like a positive times a po- you know what I'm saying I feel like it cancels out so um you know it's like it's like it's like the irresistible force versus the immovable object um so shout out to all of y'all uh, <laughs> um shout out to shout out to all the scammers who think they got away with their scams and realize that like the government's just racking up information so they could try you in a federal case um what else and also shout out to all the DJs at All-Star Weekend who who made a rap taking requests and then still didn't play the songs shout out to you shout out to Alvin, y'all it's your girl Allie Nicole <laughs> <laughs> About to sign out. I'm signing out. I'm fucking signing out before we get fucking canceled. Um, it's your boy C. Diddy. Be encouraged. Keep working hard. It's your girl Allie Nicole. We are out. Yeah. I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock. I'm gone. About to show. About to show. About to show.